Welcome to the Not Old Better Show, episode number 513. I'm Paul Vogelsang, and today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh and Care of Vitamins. As part of our Art of Living Doers series, today's guest is just a breath of fresh air. You're going to just love her. Jean Ketchum, our guest today, is founder of the wonderful Rye and exciting website, Aging But Dangerous. People from all over the world are listening to Gene, and at 81, Gene is enjoying life, has excellent advice, and is having fun with her role as healthy observer of culture and life. But I'm telling you, I think it, it's just, oh my gosh, I just think it's so exciting, and I'm having so much fun, and I'm like, oh, I just could talk about it for hours. And people are listening to me more at 80 than they did at 70, because they know I've been through, you know, all this, and it's like, I'm not bullshitting anybody you know it's like i this is this is it i mean i'm having fun i mean i probably don't have time to say this on on our our show but you know at 80 years old paul i had cataract surgery done and i always wore glasses and then i went to contacts and then when i got older my contacts were making my eyes dry so i went to um back to glasses and i had cataract surgery and i'll be darn i ended up with 2020 vision I happen to have the kind of eyes where they put the lens in that may, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I looked at my hands and I saw age spots on my hands that I hadn't seen before. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is so exciting. I mean, honestly, you know, it's like, you just got to go there with the right attitude and the right, you know, oh, you just can't play the game of poor me, you know, you just can't play that game. So, yeah, I do think it's very exciting. Uh, turning 80 was very exciting for me. I love it. I love it. You know, my dad lived to be 105 and sharp as a pack and skydived with me when he was 90. And I'm telling you, I got somebody that they said, we well, have 24 more years. And I said, I do. And I said, yeah, I told 105. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. Because <laughs> I have to live long enough to get all the things done that I want to do, I tell you. <laughs> she is great. That, of course, is our guest today, Jean Ketchum, founder of the website Aging But Dangerous. Before we bring Jean on, let me introduce her a bit with some fascinating background. Jean Ketchum is a former small business owner and talk show host. She is also a proud parent, an avid skydiver, and a cancer survivor. To put it mildly, Jean Ketchum is up to just about any challenge. After retiring, Jean discovered that 55-plus age women among our Not Old Better Show audience were not living up to their potential. Their social circles were shrinking, and their lifestyles were becoming less stimulating and less adventurous. That's how Aging But Dangerous was born 12 years ago. Today, Jean is 81 years old and convinced that aging can be so exciting and fun from skydiving events to local chapters, fashion shows, and retreats. Aging But Dangerous continues to create opportunities for women to connect and empower each other. Let's do it. <laughs> Please join me in welcoming to the Not Hold Better Show CEO and founder of Aging But Dangerous, Jean Ketchum. Gene Ketchum, welcome to the program. Thank you, Paul. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. I'm excited to talk to you, too. I immediately caught the title of your website, Aging But Dangerous, just jumped at the chance to talk to you. I think we're just going to have a great conversation. But before we get into that, I just want to make sure you're doing well, you and your family are doing okay, quarantining and staying safe, and uh, everybody's healthy. How, how are things? We, everybody you? is healthy, Paul. Thank you for asking. And um, 
I'm excited because, as we all know, the vaccine is um, going to come and we're all going to get it. Well, not maybe not all because some people don't want it. But anyway, I'm excited about the vaccine coming and so excited about life. And uh, it's been hard, though. The pandemic's been hard, but we are all healthy. We are healthy. Good. Good to hear, Jean Ketchum. Well, again, I mentioned the name of the website, Aging But Dangerous. I just love that name. I want you to tell us a little bit about it. And in particular, tell us kind of what changed to get you started down this direction. Because I read in, in my research of you, I read that you, you – that's this really interesting way of putting this. You, you have this this very clever humor, and I, I'm excited to hear from you. But you said you really noticed that your conversations about wit wallets and waistlines were changing – and that was producing uh, a, an area of interest for you and a more more deeper focus. And so I'm wondering, did you start to get a little more serious as you age? What what changed to, to lead you to this whole idea about uh, aging but dangerous? Well, Paul, I, mean, I have to tell you, no, we were not. My friend and I, Suzanne, she and I, she's my best friend, and she's eight years younger than I am. So she's a baby. But anyway, we were noticing that our friends at that time, now you have to understand 12 years ago that 50 year old was trauma, you know, they were traumatized about turning 50. That's not the case today. I have a daughter that's 53 and she, when she turned 50, she went on a 3,600 mile bike ride. So the 50 year old's different today. But back then, we know Suzanne and I both had a lot of young friends. I was 69 when we started this and she was 62 and Earth One. And, um, we noticed that a lot of our young friends in their 50s were just really just sitting on the sofa, not wanting to get out, not wanting to do anything. They were they were very serious about this getting old and this aging thing, and they better get Botox, and they better do this and that. And we just got really kind of fed up with it, and we said, okay, we're going to start an organization with women. We're going to get these women out and off their butts and we're going to, you know, get them going again because they were really, and back then, of course, a lot of them, their kids were going to college. Today, a lot of women in their 50s still have kids at home. But, um, and so it was just a whole, we were really getting kind of fed up with it because Suzanne and I both were very energetic and very out there and I had skydived and, you know, wanted to do it again. And so we, you know, we started it, and it just took off like crazy. I mean, when we had our first martini jump skydive, Paul, there were 107 women from the age 50 to 80 that were jumping out of an airplane all day long. And wow. we we start yeah, we and we had a big colonoscopy party, and I mean, <laughs> we were serious about aging and taking care of yourself, but not serious. You know, if Women just had to let go. They had to enjoy themselves. They couldn't, you know, they just couldn't sit around and worry about getting older, you know. And so we just did it. And, uh, you know, Suzanne got out of it about five years ago, and then I kept going with it. And um, and it's amazing the following we've developed. But, you know, back to your question about are we more serious as we age, I have noticed just the difference that it's not women are not as serious, you know, back when they were younger, they worried more about how they dressed, you know, what they had on, about their makeup, you know, and, and now, you know, when you get older, now they're older and they're talking about incontinence and menopause and, you know, they're just communicating more. And uh, so, no, I think it's just the opposite. I don't think they're near as serious Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about themselves. 
Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, and we're glad that you are doing this. I again, I love the name of the site, Aging But Dangerous. We're going to put links up to where our audience can find out more information about the website, about Gene Ketchum. I wonder, though, is it it just seems to be that that self-importance is a real factor in in all of this. And you 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 mentioned skydiving and, and I know you're a cancer survivor yeah. and I know you're a proud, proud parent. So what is it about self-importance that drives some of your work? Well, I just think, you know, the whole self-worth thing, I go back to it. I, I think you really have to like yourself. And I don't use the word love because I think we all basically love ourselves. I really, but liking, you know, you have to like yourself and you have to like who you are and what you stand for and, and what you do. And I think that's so important. And I've sort of been that way most of my life. Um, And I just, um, because I really do like myself, but if there's certain things that I want to change, you know, then I change them because I go back to, I I learned this, this little um, lesson a long time ago when I was in my late thirties and I had this, you know, bought this clothing store from this good friend of mine that I moved in next door to. She was about 30, 25 years older than I was and or 30. I don't know. But anyway, so one day I'm in the store and, and we're, um, we serve, you know, we serve champagne. So she and I went in the back and had a glass of champagne. It was really, really slow and business. And I looked at her and I said, do you ever, are you ever sorry that you started this? Or do you ever think, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing this? And she looked at me so directly and she said, honey, listen to me. When the day comes in my life that I don't like the way it's going, that's the day I change it. And I really learned that. I really, and I raised my daughter with that. You know, if you don't like the way your life's going, then you change it. You know, you're the only one that can do it. No one can do it for you. And and so I really have always kind of lived by that. And I and, and I think it's so true, you know, that and that whole, you know, self-worth thing of just knowing that you're worth it, you know, that you know, I know a lot of people now talk about aging and preach about how you're worth it and you're worth it. I, just, I get kind of a little upset. I think, well, of course you're worth it. You know, you should know that. You know, I kind of take that stand of, you know, you've got to know you're worth it. You know, you don't have to be told. you got to know that. But not everyone's like that. But I do really think the whole self-worth thing is so important. It's just so important. I'm looking at a picture of you uh, on my computer screen, and you just look so happy, and you just look so upbeat and so positive, and, and I know that to be the case in talking to you in, in my research, but I wonder what you see in the mirror as you, as you look at yourself, and, and, and what do you think makes us age well? Well, I look in the mirror, um, and I... <laughs> Paul, this is just so funny because I went and got one of those, you know, we've done all these Zoom calls, you know, I mean, that, I thought, mm-hmm, boy, today mm-hmm. it's really nice, Paul, I don't have to get up, put on my makeup, and get dressed, I mean, I can just, like, <laughs> talk to you on the phone, and, uh, but, I mean, I would love to see your face, because I love your voice, but I, I went Thank out and you. got that, one of those mirrors that's, like, 10 times the, you know, it, it increases your face, like, 10 times, and I, Okay, what am I going to see? But I, I mean, as I know, this stuff sounds crazy, but, and as you know, I'm 81 years old. So I have to say that one of the hardest things about aging for me was when I started to get wrinkles. And, but I think I'm aging pretty well. Uh, but 
it was kind of hard to get used to, but I thought, yeah, so be it. I mean, I I didn't want, you know, didn't want to pay the money to get, you know, Botox or do any of that stuff. But um, but it was a little hard. Now it doesn't doesn't bother me. But anyway, I looked in that mirror and I thought, you know, I saw the wrinkles. I saw the deep, you know, stuff. I and I'm like, you know what? This isn't this isn't bad. I mean, I kind of like it. And when I start to put on makeup, I'm like. It kind of, I, I laugh at a lot of the aging things because it's really funny. It's just back to that attitude. I've got, I've got three little wrinkles above my left eyelid, right underneath my brow is like, they're not horizontal, they're perpendicular. And I'm like, what the hell is that about? And I, cause you start to put on, you know, the eyeshadow and it's, Skips right over the wrinkles because they're pretty deep. You it skips right over that, and so I have to go in and, and go down on the eyeshadow instead of across on the eyeshadow. And I am just laughing because I'm like, "What in the Samuel?" It, I mean, I've never heard that before. And this is another thing that's important to me: is I like to tell women about things that are happening as you grow older that you just you know that you don't really ever know that it's going to happen. I really like to you know inform women. As my daughter says, Mother, you you give advice to people whether they want it or not. And I said, I know. It's just my two cents worth. You know, <laughs> you can take my two cents worth or you can ignore it, but I got to give it out. <laughs> but anyway, so that, I saw that in the mirror and I thought, you know, and I saw other things and I'm like, I I thought it was kind of exciting. You know, it's just all of a sudden I can see, you know, the little hairs on the chin and the, you know, all the little blemishes and all that stuff. And... I'm real. I love makeup. I and I. It was fun trying my makeup on and going different areas and doing all this stuff. But I liked who I saw in the mirror. <clears throat> That's all the physical stuff. But I've always, as I said, like I liked myself. But I, um, without getting to the point of being, you know, obnoxious. But um, but also, <clears throat> excuse me. Also, I think you know what makes us age well is the two words attitude and being positive and I just have been that way for a long time um, most of my life that I can remember but uh, and I have to tell you one of the reasons is you know my dad I say was very positive skydived with me when he was 90 and very smart right up until the end when he died but he would he loved to come up to Minneapolis and he had a boat out on the lake, and he loved to go out on that boat. So he came up and from Kansas, drove 12 hours by himself up here when he was in his 90s, uh, and got and loved to go out on that boat. And so the night before, we were going to go out. The weather forecasted, you know, it's 80% chance of rain. And I said, Daddy, I just don't think we're going to be able to go tomorrow. 80% chance of rain. And he looked over at me and winked, and he said, well, let's concentrate on that 20%. And I'm like, the next day, Paul... As you know, the sun was shining, it was bright, it was a beautiful day, and I'm like, okay, Daddy. And I think that's where maybe I got my positive attitude. But I just think, and then when I went into the hospital when I had cancer, and, you know, when you get cancer, they never know how much it's spread until they get in there and look. And so she's checking me in the office, and I said, well, I hope this turns out okay or something. And she looked at me and she says, you're going to be just fine. And I said, I am. And she said, yeah, and you know Why? And I said, why? And she said, because of your attitude. You have the best attitude. And I thought, oh, and that was 40 years ago or something. But I said, oh, my gosh, thank you. You know, so I went in that hospital and I did. I, it did turn out well. I mean, it's, well, anytime you have cancer, it's not good. But it turned out 
very good. So I think to make us age well, I think it's just so important to get that right attitude and that right being positive. Just really, I I just can't stress that enough. You just got to be. And I could go on and on about that, but I won't. But um, there's just so many stories. You know, my daughter's going through something right now physically that I just talked to her before you called. And I said, she was pretty down. And I said, you've got to look at this positive. Look at this in a positive way. You know, it's just so important to to look at it that way. Bring out that positive stuff. and Don't look at that negative. Hey, it's Paul. I just want to take a quick moment and tell you about our sponsor today, HelloFresh. And we will be right back with aging but dangerous founder Jean Ketchum and her wonderful perspective on life and how to age dangerously. You'll want to know more about this terrific approach to aging, so please stay tuned. I'll say it again. Our sponsor today is HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? HelloFresh is America's most popular meal kit. And here's why. HelloFresh offers you mouth-watering, seasonal recipes delivered right to your door contact-free. HelloFresh gives you these beautiful, appealing meals with a focus on fresh ingredients, simple cooking methods, and bold flavors. HelloFresh makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. The meals are delivered right to your front door, contact-free. I'll say that again, contact-free. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. You know, with the new year approaching quickly, HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less, turning those New Year's resolutions right into realities. I've really taken it upon myself to eat healthier since the quarantine began, and I want to extend that habit into 2021. So eating healthier has never been easier with locale, carb-smart, vegetarian, and pescatarian options from HelloFresh. Every week, no matter what you choose, every single recipe is packed with produce sourced directly from farmers. It's especially important to me to cut down on grocery bills right now, as well as food waste, and HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients so you're not overbuying, which is a burden to the planet and your wallet. This week, we tried the Pork Flauta Supreme with Pico de Gallo Lime Crema. Wow, fantastic. So simple and so enjoyable to eat and prepare for our family. Next on our list is the Smothered Pepper Jack Burgers. You get barbecue potato wedges with that, and we are excited. So are my two sons. There is lots to love with HelloFresh, and my family absolutely agrees. We're cooking together these days, and the kitchen is busy and active, but our favorite HelloFresh recipes with all the ingredients makes it super fun to be there together. You know, if your new year is already off to a busy start, then HelloFresh's new Easy Eats options are perfect for you. From oven-ready to 10 to 20-minute meals, these quick and easy meal solutions take the prep and stress out of home cooking. My mouth is watering right now, and I'm sure yours is too, so please go to HelloFresh.com slash not old 
better 10 and use the code not old better 10 for 10 free meals including free shipping we're gonna have all of this in the show notes but remember that's hellofresh.com slash not old better 10 and use the code not old better 10 for 10 free meals including free shipping remember hellofresh is america's number one meal kit so happy new year and enjoy hellofresh thanks everybody Just one more quick message. I mentioned today that today's show is brought to you by the great people and products of Care of Vitamins. And again, I want to wish you a happy new year. So please, again, let me make it official. Happy new year. Certainly at this time of year, around New Year's Day, as well as all times of the year at my age, I must make and keep health goals. From your emails to me and the questions you ask about our health-related shows, I know you're making this year about health and wellness and keeping it a high priority, especially as we age. I mentioned Care of Vitamins at the top of the show, and they're bringing today's show to us all, and it is with their help and their customized vitamin plan that I'm able to keep up my own health and wellness and make that my New Year's resolution. Whether you're interested in boosting your energy levels like me or getting more sleep, also like me, glowing skin, yep, that's me too, (laughs) or generally being healthy, you've got to check out Care of Vitamins at TakeCareOf.com. The great thing, in my opinion, about Care Of is you really begin building a vitamin routine that is so crucial to maintain health and so fundamental to our New Year health and wellness goals. Once you go to the TakeCareOf.com website, you'll be greeted by CareOf's five-minute online quiz. That's right, a quiz. You might say, why a quiz? I dealt with all of that long ago. Well, I'll tell you something. That is the really cool part of CareOf and their approach to important vitamins. CareOf's holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving your house. You're asked about fitness, digestion, stress, sleep habits, and with that information, Care of creates a custom personalized subscription box which is sent right to your door every month with your personalized daily packs. I got mine a couple of days ago and I put a picture on the Not Old Better website for you to see and care for because the detail is amazing and that's what care of does you don't have to make any big resolutions this year small impactful changes are just as important like adding a daily vitamin to help support your energy sleep or fitness to target those goals whether in the short term or the long term make taking better care of your health a new year's resolution and make it super easy with care of I tell you, this is really a great system. It's fun to use the online quiz. The vitamins are top-notch, and their free daily dispenser keeps me right on track. Truly convenient and top quality. I'm thoroughly impressed with Care Of. Celebrate little victories this year, and Care Of helps you make small, impactful changes. For 50% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter Not Old Better 50 You'll find all of this in our show notes. But again, that's TakeCareOf.com and enter Not Old Better 50. Now back to our interview with the ever-dangerous founder of Aging But Dangerous, Gene Ketchum. Well, we're with Gene 
Ketchum. Gene Ketchum is the CEO of Aging But Dangerous. And Gene Ketchum, your positive attitude just comes through, through and through. With your permission, we're going to put up a link to this picture of you where you just do look so positive and so upbeat. And and uh, at 81, my gosh, you, you just have aged so well. But, you know, Gene Ketchum, we're talking on the 20th of January. It's Inauguration Day. It's almost, I'm almost feeling like it's, it has the kind of vibe, I suppose, is maybe a way to put it, of a New Year's Day. It's almost like we have this time to pivot and look forward. And I wonder, what's the big thing that you've learned about yourself maybe in the last 12 months? What, what is it that's been important to you? Well, I tell you, I don't, I think everybody has a story on that one, Paul. You know, the pandemic has been, um, so hard on everybody. And I know I do these little live videos on Mondays and Fridays, Monday mornings, coffee with Jean and Friday afternoons, my martini time, uh, on Facebook or Facebook live, ABD. Uh, but, um, I learned really did learn a lot about myself because I am definitely an extrovert, as you can tell. Uh, and I have to be around people. Uh, when I was first married, Mike and I, uh, you know, I work all day. I come home, kick off my shoes. My feet would be hurting. We lived in this apartment building, and uh, and I would be so tired. And there'd be a knock on the door, and Mike would look at me and go, "Okay, party time," you know. It's <laughs> like I'd go let the neighbors in, and we'd have a glass of wine, and I'd be fine. So I really am an extrovert. I really need those people. But I learned that I am okay without that. I do have to have the connection to people uh, and have to, you know, like talk to them on the phone or do the Zoom things or really connect with them. I think that's very important. And I preach that all the time. Don't let yourself get lonely. Do anything, anything you can to keep that from happening and, and getting depressed. But I learned, honestly, that I can. So I learned emotionally that I could get through this. I do have a husband, so that helped. But I emotionally, I could really get to that. But Physically, I can fix with it. I didn't have to go and get my nails done. I would go on and watch these tutorials on all the, you know, makeup and nails and, you know, and all this stuff. I, I could go two months or three months without getting my hair cut. I, it, you just, and I think a lot of us have learned that we just don't need all that stuff. Uh, we can get by without it. We don't, you know, life doesn't. And if you can't go, you know, get your nails done or get, you know, your hair done or whatever, it really, I think, taught a lot of us a lot of lessons on that. And I know it did me. I was very proud of myself. I'm very proud of myself that I have uh, learned those things and taken time to take care of myself and my skin. And because when you're working or you're going around at meetings and doing stuff all day long, you don't really think about that. I think it's given us the pandemic has given us a lot to really think about with ourselves. You sound very hopeful. Oh, I am. I am. I, I'm, I'm very hopeful. I'm very uh, excited about um, living a long life. I have, um, I have a lot I want to do yet. And, and I'm only 81, <laughs> so I have a lot I want to do. And I'm, of course, keep skydiving. I am a real pretty true skydiver. But then I found out that I can, somebody told me about hang gliding. And I thought, oh my gosh, I want to do hang gliding. Well, then I went on and, and of course, you're with a person and you're, I don't know. And I thought, and there's this place in Minnesota where you can go and learn to hang glide by yourself. 
And that's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to do work for in the spring and summer. Now, uh, and, and here again, if I told him I was 81, they'd say, no, 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 no. But I, if I physically can do it, and I do weights and I do kettlebells and stuff like that. So if I can physically do it, Paul, I'm going to do it. I'm going to learn how to hang. They teach you how to hang by, you know, by yourself. And then, you know, I mean, I want to go to culinary school. I love to cook. And I want to go, you know, I, I want to learn more about, you know, aging and, and makeup, putting putting makeup on an aging skin that has wrinkles and, and stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's kind of an art, but it's very challenging and it's very fun. I just think it's, I think it's fun. So, yeah, I have a lot to look forward to and um, and a long time to look forward to it. I mean, I, my doctor, I have to tell you something funny. My mm-hmm. doctor said the other day, um, you know, I'll keep you out of that nursing home. And I said, well, now, wait a minute. I may want to go in a nursing home because that's where all the, you know, they're <laughs> playing cards and they're doing stuff. I'm not going to stay in my apartment by myself if something happens to Mike. She said, oh, my gosh, you're the only, only person I know that would say that. Well, the name of the website is Aging But Dangerous, and Gene Ketchum, our guest today, is the CEO. What a pleasure it's been to talk to you. Your positive attitude is uh, is just going to work wonders for, for, our, for our audience. And I'll, I'll tell you this, too, Gene Ketchum. So at age 60, for my 60th birthday, I went skydiving, and I think it would just be so much fun to uh, once we get past the COVID, I would love to do some skydiving with you. I bet it would be a grand adventure, and I bet there's so much I can learn from you on that skydiving trip. So I loved being up there, jumping out of that. Oh, plane. listen, let me, let me, okay, but let me, let mm-hmm. me leave you with one thing. Everybody that skydives the first time, you know, they think, okay, I did it. I che- I, I checked it <laughs> off my, mm-hmm. you know, bucket list. But the next time you go after the first one, Paul, is more exciting because oh, you know that's what to expect. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Gene Ketchum, I hope you'll come back because we need this kind of uh, upbeat approach to life and to aging. And and thanks so much for all you're doing and for the exciting and fun times that you're having. My best to you and your family. And let's uh, let's stay in touch. Well, that's you, Paul. And I just really want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about it because it is important to me. And I, I love talking about it. So thanks for this opportunity. My thanks to Gene Ketchum, founder of Aging But Dangerous. My thanks to HelloFresh and Care Of for sponsoring the show today. And please check out our show notes for great offers from HelloFresh and Care Of to support our sponsors. My thanks, of course, to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. I hope you are in line for vaccine. You're practicing smart social distancing, staying safe and healthy, and talking about better, the Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody. And don't miss our next episode with can-do technology founder, Liz Hamburg. If you have electronics, including Alexa, you won't want to miss this interview. Thanks, everybody. 